Ladies of Lynn, happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Woman Podcast. My name is Samani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a national women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be boss through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives like weekly group community service. We have an international motivational podcast that you're listening to right now. We have a one-on-one mentorship program for female entrepreneurs called the Boss Academy and so, so, so much more. You ladies know we have nothing but the best of the best W bosses with each and every episode. And this W boss is known as Money Making Shy. She helps service-based entrepreneurs of impact who work a nine-to-five get out of fear to experience more figures in their business than they have ever seen before so that they can fund their freedoms, fire their full-time job, and truly experience a legacy that goes far beyond them. She's in the business of legacy making through entrepreneurship, okay? This W boss graduated from the great Bethune Cookman University, which is the HBCU, we love those, where she truly answered to learn and is now departing to serve. With nine years in the game from being a project manager to running million dollar buildings, projects, and beyond, she believes that with shifting your mind, you can truly build a business that makes lots of money and the life you truly desire, you do not have to choose. She says you can't be the change you want to see if you have no change. Are you ready to make the money you think about in the back of your mind? Let's find out this week. Welcome the amazing Shanika Crawley, everyone. Hi, I am so excited to be here. (laughs) We are so excited to have you. So before we hop into the topic this week of three steps to six figures as a boss, give us a little bit more about yourself. Where are you from? Tell us all about you before we hop into the topic this week. Yes, yes. Um, so excited to be here. So I am, let me just say, I am the daughter of the Most High. I am unapologetic about it. I am a God girl. My name is Shinika, like you said, money making shy. And I'm from Baltimore. <laughs> I love a good brunch, beach, and some good old Beyonce. <laughs> but seriously, I, I truly love making money legally. And I love helping others do the same. Um, I just love a good travel, a good fun, and some good people around me. Your girl is good. <laughs> Love to see it. Love to see it. What inspired you to start your very own brand, empowering female entrepreneurs to establish, maintain, and scale their brands to build legacy through entrepreneurship, Shanika? Such a good question. I, it was knowing that there has to be more than life than this. I mean, how many of us have said that to ourselves or wanting, um, or wanting to be around women who are doing the damn thing out here. Excuse my language. I just get excited when I see women just prospering. Um, it was also inspired by what I didn't see. At that time, I really didn't see a lot of us really scaling and or know of us that were really scaling um, and truly making money. Um, I was inspired by the women in my family, honestly. You know, women in my family were known for like hustling and grinding and to make ends meet. And I always question why. Why so hard, right? Why? There has to be a better way, right? Um, than the hustle and grind. Like why I was really inspired by what I saw. And I but as a side note, I don't believe in hustling and grinding, right? I believe, but with grace and ease, money should always come to us easily, right? So I was just really inspired by those things and then just the freedom that I, I used to see on TV and just, I wanted options. Your girl deserved options. I wanted those options. So that really inspired me um, to start my own thing and just having women know that it's possible for them because sometimes if you're not exposed, you don't know what's possible for you. Mm, yes, if you're not exposed, you definitely don't know what's possible. Um, so 
I love the fact that we as, you know, women, especially black women are, you know, taking up space in this industry, showing other girls that look like us the ropes around business and how to truly scale on it and make money from it the right way. Um, it's really important. So with that being said, Shanika, what was your turning point when you knew, okay, I have to start this because we know you're the CEO of a few brands. So tell us a little bit more about that. What was your overall turning point? My overall turning point was, you know, a little bit of pain, um, getting out of a bad relationship that I had no business being in, and I was broke. I hate saying that word, but I had no money. I was living off of negative money. <laughs> so it was really that working in retail, and it was a, a pivotal point where I was helping a friend um, at the time with her side hustle, and I gave her some ideas and some strategies. I'm like, girl, if you do this, you know, this will double your income. Try it. She did it off of just blind faith in me, and it worked. When I saw, like, her massive growth, I was like, you know what? I might be on to something. I need to, like, put some effort into this, you know, believe in myself a little bit more, bet on myself. I need to start this right away so I can make something of myself. Thank you for sharing, Shanika. So let's go ahead and hop into the topic of three steps to six figures, okay? All bosses know touching that first six figures is not easy. It is not easy. It's not easy. But with patience, determination, of course, working hard, but also working smart, you can get there. So that's what we're talking about this week with Shanika. With that being said, why do you think there's such a big misconception that you can't be a successful business owner and also maintain a nine to five, Shanika? Like, what? where do you think that comes from overall because a lot of bosses especially now post-pandemic because of course a lot of us want stability we stay of course with our nine to fives and we have our businesses or brands on the side why do you think there's such a negative connotation attached to that honestly you know I just think it's because of what our parents knew and their parents knew because Mm -hmm. it's not Norm, right? Um, and let's be real, a lot of people don't think it's possible. And sometimes they project their beliefs, their fears on us, their kids, and others. And then there's a whole thing, and you're sitting here deciding in your head or feeling bad or feeling a way about keeping both if you choose to have both. If you want both, there's nothing wrong with it. And you actually can because. I'm proof of it, right? Um, now, is it time management and organization? <laughs> yeah. Is it having self-care and systems in place? Uh, definitely. But it's also having the support to making it happen and being clear on why you're doing it. So it's so possible. And I just think sometimes people think, take what they've heard or grew up hearing um, and project those, those things on other people versus just giving people the space and the time to just make their decisions and, you know, seeing them progress in whatever decision they do make for themselves. What do you think are the three steps to six figures? If there were three main steps, what do you think those three main steps would be? Oh, so many, so many, but I'm not <laughs> You know, if I buckle down through my experience and my my journey, I would say, um, let me say this first. I would say you go as far as what you believe. (laughs) And with that being said, the first step would be mastering your mindset, which, you know, it's a forever thing. (laughs) Um, It's a forever thing. Um, Understanding that, you know, your relationship with money. Um, And I can say, how many of us heard that you got to work hard to make money or money doesn't grow on trees or rob Peter to pay Paul line? 
It's dismantling that mindset and doing your forgiveness work. I think people don't realize, you know, you block a lot of your blessings or your desires for money, right? The growth of money um, by keeping that harboring on that unforgiveness. Um, so sometimes I like to say, if you got a money issue in your life, you got an unforgiveness issue somewhere in there. Um, so you must be it before you are it. I think that is the first step, really just mastering and dismantling a lot of things. Um, you know, abundance and understanding that abundance is your birth right so I really think that would be the first step is getting your mind right I would say also secondly getting crystal clear on who you are who you serve and the problem you solve really getting clear crystal clear on the solution that you have because people are in pain are looking for painkillers <laughs> so if you are placing yourself right in front of the people in pain they know you exist they can and they know that you can solve their problem money is coming to you easily. Um, I also think it's really within that realm right there is knowing your why. Because when you know your why, your what makes more sense. You know what I'm saying? And please, 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 everybody, raise your prices. I think raising your prices is sometimes I find with my clients and others that is usually the biggest factor and then the mindset behind the pricing, right? For example, I had told somebody, I was like, um, what you're offering, this program that you're offering is really a 25K, uh, 25K um, thing. They looked at me like I was crazy. 25K, they were offering it for, I think, maybe five or 55. Um, 5,500, I'm sorry. And they're like, 25K, who am I to charge that? Back to mindset, the first step. Who am I? People question, who am I to charge that? Who, who are you not to be to charge that is what I like to say for that. So really getting crystal clear and raising your prices. And I think more on the tactical end is really just tightening your systems, you know, your messaging, your marketing, those two, those two key things right there are just so vital and important on reaching people and really understanding people, getting deep with people, um, honestly, and always remembering that the fortune is in the follow up when you're following up with people. Because the thing is, we can't control when people say yes to us, but we can always make sure we're following up and making sure that they know that we're keeping them top of mind. Um, so I think that's also really a, a really good thing. And then sometimes, which is hard for our entrepreneurs who are so creative and so talented, focusing on the one thing, the one marketing stream, the one problem you're solving, the one clear solution, you know, having that one main offer that you have, which um, sometimes I like to, yeah, the main offer. Then you can have like your down sell and then your premium, you know, the highest price point that you're going to have that they have access to you. But I think those three things will definitely get you to six figures. And as always, every step goes back to the first step, which is the mindset. Mindset is extremely important. Probably one of my favorite ones that you mentioned out of the main three steps to get to your first six figures is remembering and reminding yourself of who are you not to charge that? Oh my goodness, that's probably my favorite. We get caught up so much on, oh, my audience can afford this and they can afford that or that's too much for the service that I have. No, it's not, sis. You got to think about how much education, you know, you spent trying to learn whatever thing that you're teaching. You have to think about the experience that you're bringing to the table. You have to think about the results that you give people through the services that you offer. So start getting serious with your prices, sis. Inflation is, is whooping all of us. We said this with Yulita Gee a few episodes ago. So why are you undercharging, you know, within your services? You got to think about that. Um, so getting down to your mindset too is extremely important. So I love that as well, Shamika. 
Yeah, and when you and when you're undercharging, people don't realize you're out of alignment. Mm. When you know you should be charging more and you're not, you're out of alignment and you're blocking what you're most desiring, the money that you should be making from coming to you. As a boss, a lot of people immediately discourage you when you want to start a business and especially when you want to make it a full-time thing for those who decide to make the choice between a nine-to-five and being a full-time boss. What were the main things that kept you going, Shanika, and helped you stay motivated towards your first six figures, you would say? Mm, I would say maybe like my my why, myself, um, my circle and my desires. And when I say that, I mean like when I say myself, my mindset and knowing why in the world I'm doing this. <laughs> like I said before, when you know your why, your what makes more sense and more impact. Um, it was being in alignment and really doing that inner work that people don't think is necessary when you're really making money. Like people don't realize it's, it's really that inner work, that counterpart. People think it's more strategy, but it's really um, your mindset. It's raised, it was raising my deserves level um, and making sure that I deserve to make the money that I desire, period. Um, my community, um, sometimes my community saw the vision before I even could. It's keeping the good people around me who have made it to that level and beyond that would encourage me, tell me about myself when I was doing wrong, and it really pushed me to that level that I didn't see for myself. And lastly, let's say it was my desires, you know, so that the kids that I don't even have yet can be millionaires and live the life of love and not lack for the trips around the world um, that I'm going to take because let's keep it real. Shani keeps her passport tatted. Okay. <laughs> and it's for the legacy that I want to live. At the end of the day, legacy is financial. Um, like I said, like you said earlier in my bio, if you, you can't be the change you want to see if you have no change. And I want to have the change to help generations after me and, and many others. That's what kept me motivated to keeping forward even when I failed even when I messed up and even when I was down on myself that kept me motivated to get to that level of six figures what has been the most challenging thing you face on your road to your first six figures that you feel like the bosses listening can learn from mm, my most challenging thing was seeing that I could actually do it mm. <laughs> It was, it was seeing myself the way God has always seen me. I don't think we realize that many of our choices stem from our deserve and worthy level or lack thereof. It was the lack <laughs> that kept me. That was a lot of my my issue was, was, was seeing myself as this person or seeing that I can just make it possible for myself. That was the most challenging thing, honestly. Mm, I think in those that growing pain that you kind of go through as an entrepreneur where you want to make your first six figures, it's really important for you to surround yourself with the people who want that for you as well. Um, in an age where small black business owners look at each other as family and almost like a small community, how important do you think it is to surround yourself with a particular community when you're trying to grow and scale your brand slash business as a woman in business? Mm, it's vital. It's 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 a nest. It's so vital. Not only is it good to be in community like like yours, where you get so much value and love. Um, it's also where you should be. Communities or where. Um, or where you grow and when you learn. As an example, if your goal, if your first goal is to cross the six-figure mark, cool. Be in rooms and spaces where they are, so you can grow and you can learn and know what it takes to get to that next level. Also, I want to say. Don't be afraid to step outside your comfort zone and go in places where they don't look like us. That's where a lot of the good knowledge um, is everywhere, but especially in those places where they don't look like us. You know, being being there, being confident, standing up in, the, in those spaces. I say, pay for the level of transformation that you want. Invest in those programs that will elevate you to that next money level you are wanting or desiring for yourself and your business. And at the end of the day. 
and investment pays for itself. When you understand that, like, what are we talking about? Money is never your issue at that point. Last but not least, what are some general tips and pointers that you can give to the day bosses listening on ways that they can go full force towards the first six figures through their companies and brands? Oh, we talked about so many good things, but I would just say, you know, always act in your vision point and not your vantage point, like where you're currently are. Make decisions as if you're already there. Um, having SOPs in place, standard operating procedures, documenting each step so that when you're bringing on um, your first contractor or your first employee, you already have something for them to follow up and focus on. I would say focus on the one thing, not multiple. Raise your prices. <laughs> Go where your ideal clients are in large places places and groups and let them know you exist and that you can solve their problems. Always be tightening your messaging and your marketing. And it's okay to change your mind and start over and try again. Trust me, I've done it. And be very clear. Be crystal clear on your vision and your mission. Um, Share them with your team, your contractors, etc. So that they're a part of it. You know, you want to invite people into the vision. Remember, people support what they help build. I would say those things. Love that. So before you leave us, Shanika, we talked about so many amazing things um this week i think this is probably one of my favorite topics thus far on the podcast so what's next for yourself and your brand and where can i listen listening find you as far as your website socials etc etc give us everything before you go Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you can find me on Instagram. I love being on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> find me on Instagram. She is Shynika. Um, What's next? I am continuing to bet on myself more, giving myself some grace and doing the, the work to make it all happen. I'm, I'm excited to create um, a new space, a new experience called the Money Making CEO Experience. A true mastermind for that female entrepreneur who's hit a certain money level but has outgrown old rooms, right? That safe space for them, like you always create you know a wonderful safe spaces for women but a safe space for them to be in where they can really just strategize network with the next woman next to them and really understand how it's more than the money how they're impacting more um like I said before, you can find me on the gram DM. Send me a DM. I'm always there to help and serve. Um, either brand helps either for the girls like us.com or madeherselfaboss.com. I'm excited to help anybody um, give value to anyone that truly knows that they deserve to get to that next money level they're wanting. Yes, love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Fanika, for being on this episode. And thank you, ladies, so much once again for tuning into the Women Podcast. You ladies can listen in on this episode on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, any podcast system platform there is, we are on. Thank you, ladies, once again for tuning in, and you ladies will hear me next week. Peace.